Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. What's up, numbnuts? Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I just I, I just got your headphones and I wasn't prepared for how you were gonna sound <laughs> when you yelled what's up numbnuts right in my ears. It's distressing. I don't really get like why that's an insult. Like why who cares if your nuts are numb? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like, if I had it, I would assume that means you've been using them a lot, and therefore yeah. they're kind of numb. So, if I had it, it's a compliment. It's hey, congratulations <laughs> on the orgasms. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Here's uh, to many more. <laughs> so we're a horror movie podcast, believe it or not, uh, and we uh, every week <laughs> talk about a horror movie. As Tim's see, Tim's got a desk that looks like a U shape, so now his cats like surrounding him every single episode. So this is fun. Uh, but yes, we are a horror movie podcast. Every week we get together, we talk about a horror film. Um, in fact, twice a month we do two in a week. So it's starting now, starting in January 2020. Some things only come once a month, but we come twice a month. <laughs> I mean, more, more more a week than a month, but yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I was caught up in the, uh, the innuendo of all there for a... A second. Uh, so we're going to talk about wounds. We're going to talk about wounds. So basically, we're in 2019 catch-up season. We're in the season here where by March we want to have tried and caught up with all the big 2019 horror movies that we've not gotten to, so that when we do our top 10 best and top 10 worst, we feel like we're well informed. We feel like we're we're making nice, smart, intelligent decisions. Which I know for Tim is like the one time of the year he gets to feel that way. So I want to make sure that we we're in the right place for it. So, starting off that 2019 catch-up here at the start of the year is Wounds, which is a Hulu slash Netflix movie. It's Hulu in the US, but Netflix internationally. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. I know. Weird. Yeah, Joe, jo, it's funny because you said you wanted to do this, right? Because we, we were yeah. recording two episodes today, two movies today, and I'd already listed like six movies from 2019 that we need to get to these, and Tim said, hey, I've got two more for you. <laughs> so, I'll just say... If these two movies suck, it's Tim's fault, and you can blame mm-hmm. him for it. Now you know what the next one is yet, but still. Uh, At some point, I'll just learn to keep my big mouth shut. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to watch these movies, and then, you know, I, I could have just been like, you know, I can just watch these movies and just not talk about them, but... <laughs> nah, what's, what's the fun in that? I'd have been worried at you. You're supposed to be the equal co-host, Tim. You're supposed to bring stuff to the table, not just keep it to yourself. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess fun equal co-host that should probably mean i should start getting equal pay you're not that equal (laughs) (laughs) right so i got to check yesterday to watch this where where it's available and it's on netflix and i thought that was weird because i thought it was a hilly movie but it's on netflix Mm. so uh so windstar's army hammer it's directed by babak and vary um, and we'll we'll get into it. we'll start spoiler free of course as we always do we'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers yeah so wounds what is wounds wounds is a movie and I remember talking about this in the news at some point uh, where the premise was just a bartender finds a phone that was left behind by someone and his life unravels like that was the entire pitch of it uh, which is obviously very vague and doesn't actually get into it. I mean I thought that was a cool tidbit but it didn't really give you a whole lot of where it goes like what. What actually is the the threat of the film? What's going on? What you know? What, what does the phone lead to? Kind of thing. Uh, but it starts Ar- Army Hammer. There you go. Hmm? Who is phone? <laughs> Who is phone? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's an internet thing. <laughs> Never mind. It, 
It's like a famous creepy pasta. Uh, look uh, it up. <laughs> a, lo- okay. a lot of our listeners are fucking <laughs> shitting their pants laughing right now. So. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're all <laughs> soiling themselves at how good that joke was. <laughs> Old man Tim's schooling me on the internet. It's a bad day. It's a bad day. Uh, so you get Aria Hammers as well, the bartender. You get Zazie Beats as Alicia, who's like a regular at the bar. Uh, Will's girlfriend is played by Dakota Johnson. Uh, so there's actually a, a relative amount of names yeah. in this who we recognize from various movies. Zazie Beats, I feel like I've seen in like five things in the last year. Yeah. Um, it's not all good, of course. She was in uh, that, that piece of movie that was terrible. What was it? Slice. She, slice yeah. yeah she i think she's always good in them but yeah the, the movies themselves aren't always good oh yeah she's solid uh dakota johnson uh last saw her in the bad times at el royale she's mostly known for uh yeah. the 50 shades movies i don't really care about those obviously but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh bad times at el royale i enjoyed uh, army hammer typically is pretty solid as well um uh, I don't know what the last day I saw him in, actually, but he's, that's, I've seen him in things here or there. Uh, so He's a dude who, like, I hear his name a lot, and then I, for the life of me, I can never tell you what he looks like. I think <laughs> he's, he's a good actor, but he, I think he just has, like, the blandest white guy look, <laughs> like, of all time. That's fair. Do you know he was almost Batman at one point? He was cast as Batman and... Really? Did he end he... up, like, playing their parents or something, or... Well, I don't know about that, but he he was cast as Batman in the original Justice League movie, not the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League. There was a Justice League the movie, George Miller one. Yeah, that was going to be directed by George Miller around twenty ten ish, twenty twelve ish, something like that. Like, oh it, really? Is that okay? It was what well, was weird because it was like post Nolan Batman, and I think it was like right around the time that Man of Steel was a thing or was going to be a yeah. thing. Um. Yeah, it was kind of right in there. I remember because, and I know it was around then because it was like back in my early days of listening to podcasts. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember people talking about it a lot around around then. Um, but yeah, Man, that sucks. <laughs> that never came out. I mean, compared to the Zack Snyder, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, okay, he left it and someone else finished it, but still. Hey, release a Miller cut, yeah. <laughs> release the Miller cut. <laughs> Oh, dear. So, yeah, yeah Army Hammer's been in a lot. I mean, obviously, Call Me By Your Name got a lot of buzz at the Oscars, but, I mean, Lone Ranger was uh, absolutely was... panned. Uh, yeah. Man From Uncle, no one really cared about, I don't think. It was kind of just whatever. Uh, it was in the social network. That's actually the main thing I probably... That was the first thing I ever saw him in, probably. Um, the social network. Yes. Uh, but other than that... Oh, Free Fire. It was in Free Fire. That was okay. Mm. It's okay. All right. <laughs> I have sufficiently checked what... Uh, <laughs> Army Hammer has been in. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. Although everyone might remember him as student number two from Arrested Development. That's where I know him from. Mm, okay. Yes, <laughs> yeah, from 2005. So he was like, I don't know, 18? Something he'll, like. be, he'll be back next year for Arrested Development Kills. <laughs> that was a later joke, Tim. I appreciate that. <laughs> that, was a, that was a later joke. All right, so... Yeah, he plays a bartender, and he he's dealing with uh, his relationship with his girlfriends, kind of in a bit of a cold spot where they, I mean, they're not mad at each other, but they, they tend to be kind of uh, non-affectionate, we'll just say. Uh, yeah. He seems to be kind of flirting with, with Zazie Beat's character in the bar, and he's also like breaking up a fight at one point at the opening of the movie, uh, but the, 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 the core inciting incident is the, the this group of teenagers uh college kids who leave behind the phone 
uh, and some weird messages sort of pop up on it uh, once he has it and then weird things start happening around him for like a lot of the movie so that's basically the gist of it um before we get to spoilers so tim yeah you picked this movie you you decide we were watching it what did you think <laughs> of wounds uh, so, have you seen uh, Under the Shadow? I have not, actually. No. Okay, because uh, so that's like the other horror movie that this director did. Mm. Um, it, it's a foreign movie, came out a few years ago, and it's it's really good. Um, you know, I, I would say, you know, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, so, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to see this, because uh, I, I, I heard some people say... Like some people said, it's not great. Other people said it's like worth checking out. But uh, I mean, I like the director's first movie, so I I was intrigued. And uh, ultimately, I do think it was kind of a letdown, though. Uh, like, you know, the, the actors are all pretty great in it. I, I do think the the main story there is some cool stuff there, but I don't feel like they were explain it super well. Like, I'm still like kind of confused like I, I think there is some cool like kind of maybe even like lovecraftian like kind of existential horror stuff in it that's interesting but at the same time i'm kind of like i don't know <laughs> i have like some questions and and honestly i, I think it kind of dragged in some parts so um yeah well, I, I hate to say it but i wasn't like super into it yeah i wasn't really that into it either ultimately i think the there's a couple of creepy ideas that maybe could have been good, but the yeah. the problem is is that the movie focuses so much on what's essentially a bit of a love triangle that yeah. it, it kind of bogs it down. And we, we have a lot of moments where, or hell, just a lot of the runtime where the movie's about him chasing after Alicia, this girl who comes to the bar a lot, and kind of like feeling disconnected from his girlfriend. It it, it just it feels like it it spends so much time away from building what's actually going on to the point where yeah, like even though he sees some really messed up stuff in that phone, and even though uh like you know Dakota Johnson's freaking out because she sees it on the phone as well, like it feels like it's just forgotten about for large portions of the movie when it should really be the only thing he's thinking about <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Like, oh, no, totally. Yeah, like, a, a lot of... It feels like there's just so much of this movie is just kind of him, like, you know, kind of walking or driving, like, from place to place. And then, uh, yeah, it, it, that's a good way to put it. Like, so much of it does not feel like uh, it's the important thing of what he should be focusing on. Like There's a, there's a uh, whole uh, scene where he gets lunch, and he sits on yeah. a step and eats a, eats a sandwich, and it's just, you know it's uh it's, it's riveting stuff. I mean, it, I'm making further. I mean, I love the scene in a in a ghost story where uh, the wife eats the pie, the whole the, she still the whole damn pie sitting in the kitchen floor. But it's such an emotional scene because she's eating out a kind of like the sadness of her her dead husband. That sure. it's, it's there's there's stuff happening emotionally when she's eating this pie, despite the fact that she's just sitting there eating a the pie the whole time. I never get. Yeah. Well, you sit you sit near this subway sandwich. I'm not getting anything <laughs> from it. He's <laughs> just having a sandwich. Yeah. But... <laughs> and uh, and one thing uh, that w- was driving me crazy, because um, so you know, like you know, we don't have like all our new stuff in the house yet so uh like we are getting like you know a nice you know like big tv um uh but we don't have it yet so yeah i had to watch this on like my whatever uh i don't even know how big it is but it's a a small little tv and we don't have a couch or anything in the living room yet so i'm kind of sitting at the um kind of like the dinner table in the back like 
uh, <laughs> watching it. And then anytime something comes up on the phone, it's like, ah, God damn it. I got to hold on. Let me pause it and walk up and see what it says. And then it's like, okay, like, all right, let me go back now and sit down and watch it. And then like five minutes later, something comes up and I'm just like, I, I can't keep doing this. Just if there's something important, just tell me, I don't, I don't want to read a text message or see a picture or something on a phone. Just it's driving me crazy <laughs> i feel like the solution to this honestly would be to watch it on the laptop with a laptop on your chest lying in bed i feel like that's yeah. that's what your your solution right now to this problem would be yeah um uh, but yeah there's a lot of text messages there's a lot of reading of the screen uh which is which is, i mean i don't necessarily mind that much but yes if you're watching a small screen from a distance it may be it may be yeah. an issue uh so i mean whatever like the form of closed captioning is where they like uh where a voice just comes on and reads you the phone or whatever or oh, audio descri- be an option audio descriptive <laughs> yeah <laughs> well is eating a sandwich very depressingly on the steps <laughs> he feels alone rb <laughs> uh he yeah i mean the movie like but you know what uh you know oh. what brb stands for for me right for you, I, I mean, I know it stands for everyone else. What, what does it stand for you? Boy rules, bitch. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Twenty twenty is going to suck because there's a new boy movie coming out, and I, it doesn't matter what else Hell happens. Yeah. There's a new boy movie happening, and it just that's too upsetting. It's too upsetting. And the tagline is "Whoever wins, Tim wins." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, no, no, no. no. I, I think the original tagline, you're paraphrasing, got it right. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> well, whoever wins, I lose, I guess. Maybe more accurate. So, <laughs> listen to Tim rub his hands in excitement because there's a boy sequel coming out. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to crash and burn. You're not getting a third one. This is the end of it. I think I might bring some uh, special guests for that episode. I might need some backup. A special guests? Who do you know who's going to stick up for the boy tour? <laughs> I need my boy crew. <laughs> Your boy crew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, what else to say about the, the movie then? Um, it's, 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 it's the funny sad thing is is that I do feel like it's killing time at certain points in the movie and I feel like yeah. it, it, it definitely feels like a Netflix slash Hulu production and, mm-hmm. I, and I say that and I, I hate to say that I, I, there's no reason why those those places should be making movies that are any less <laughs> in quality yeah. if you just have good writers and directors making movies on small budgets but it mm-hmm. genuinely felt at times like it was just killing time or repeating ideas or you yeah. know yeah, I mean, I would say, like, there, I, I guess there's, like, a few horror moments which weren't necessarily bad, but, like, it, again, it's very few and far between, and the, I, I don't know, the, the whole cell phone part seems kind of weird, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, like, like it feels, it almost feels like two different movies to me, or, or maybe, like, two different ideas, like, um, I guess, uh, you know, not to get too spoilery, but let's just say, like, the the wounds, like, you know, there's a reason why it's called wounds and something happens yes. with wounds. There is te- like, there is titular wounds in the wounds yeah. movie, yes. So that seems like kind of a separate thing versus, like, the someone's lost your cell phone and you're getting weird messages and, like, 
you know people are following you like it, i don't know it kind of seems like that could be a, a separate i i i completely agree i feel like there's two ideas here that weren't fully developed you know either one like there's a whole phone thing like you could you could do a good horror movie or even just a good thriller around the idea of like finding a phone and someone starts sending messages because like, the first message he gets is like uh something you know something from the tunnel help son send help you yeah. know it's like this you know call for help um mm-hmm. and it's not quite cellular i don't know if you ever saw that uh chris right, evans yeah, movie yeah. where he's like helping the woman that's like trapped in the attic but yeah. bad guys uh it's a fun like action movie yeah it's a fun action movie yeah. um like you could almost do the horror version of that where someone's like begging for help because of something supernatural hunting them or something like that and that that yeah. could be where the movie goes it it kind of feels like everything that happens to him after the initial discovery of the phone has doesn't really need the phone as a, the plot device you know it, it could just be someone puts a hex on him or something uh yeah. in the bar or you know, it could be anything the, the, the phone's kind of inconsequential once it gets going yeah so uh that's kind of stuff uh, it's why it's why the the most frustrating things i feel about some of these uh direct to streaming movies that we get these days is that obviously some of them are end up being great and that you know there's great examples from the last like say, three or four years so oh yeah I, i'm never going to shit on them completely but there's definitely a lot right. like, that feel like this where it feels like the ideas just aren't developed to the point where they actually uh, do you know the way of the pacing it feels like a streaming tv show you know it feels like a netflix show where mm-hmm. the pacing is too slow um but this just happens to have an extra 30 minutes on top of the hour right yeah um and it doesn't actually pace it for a movie um and i don't know if that's because i mean i can't, i mean in this case it's a director who's already made a movie and it's i, I don't you know don't think uh, and Vary's done like tv before but mm-hmm. uh, i i do get the feeling with some of these movies that they are tv directors who haven't paced things for a movie before or even the writers are maybe tv writers who haven't paced for a movie like yeah. they're, they're pacing it almost as if there's going to be more but the, the story just happens to end <laughs> if that makes yeah. any sense uh, <laughs> no i i totally get that yeah and it's like and it wasn't a long movie. Like, it was only, what, like, 90-ish something yeah, 90, minutes. 95 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't a long. But it still felt like it dragged. Like, it shouldn't, like, you know, it, it'd be one thing if it was two hours and be like, oh, man, it's really dragging. They could have cut stuff. But it's like 90 minutes, like, <laughs> you know, you shouldn't really be, like, dragging your feet. It almost feels like this should have been cut down to about 45 minutes and you could have kept the entire story. Sure. Like, I, yeah. I, I could see this being squeezed out of 45 minutes. Uh, oh totally and it's extended to the 90 minute mark to, you know so it's a movie yeah. so we can call it a movie and say we've got a movie for everyone to watch yeah. on our service or it could, yeah, i don't know like it could be i'm not sure exactly how the, how long they are but like a black mirror episode or something like yeah i mean hell black mirror varies well black mirror goes from 40 minutes to, to about 90 minutes those, those episodes that are this long uh-huh. um and that just I, I mean some episodes are good and bad but like you never get the feeling that the, the ones that are bad are bad because they're too long. Like all the stories yeah. are the length they should be for whatever they, they wrote. Um, and with this, I was I was feeling it. I was you know there was several beats in the middle where I was like, oh my god, can we just move on to the next part of the plot? Can we? Yeah. And I just I never cared about the relationship stuff. I never cared about no. his has has relationship breaking down or his his attraction to someone else. It, it like, made it, Honestly, it made him kind of really unlikable for the most part. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, he he's not a likable character. He, I, I do kind of think he's like the least interesting character in the movie. I, everyone else, I thought, seemed more fascinating. Like the, you know, like the drunk guy at the bar. The yeah, the the couple of like Zazie Beats and her boyfriend, and even Dakota Johnson. I feel like I would have liked to have known more about her, but she feels like such a non-character, really. Uh, 
and it's yeah just uh, arnie hammer is just kind of like the more boring out of everybody with the exception of one scene where he drops dakota johnson off because uh, she's like i know last year at university mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of that scene i don't think you ever see her outside their apartment no not really no uh, she's always just in the apartment um, yeah. which almost makes you feel like they had her for like three days and they just that shot all sense. of her scenes in like two or three yeah. days and that was okay that's that you can go now um <laughs> which i guess kind of makes because i think debatably she is the biggest star of the three because they're all names that i know but of the three she's probably the biggest star yeah yeah well, we're getting some vertical camera action here yeah. tim what's going on <laughs> never you mind dear boy <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm curious. What's happening? Is a cat's knocking the knocking the camera around? And what's going oh, on? Oh no, I, I was just seeing if I have my uh, my little uh, what do you call it uh, cooling pad underneath my camera. I was just seeing ah. if it was on. <laughs> oh, good. Is it? Is it? Uh, it's it's a little wonky, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I just I don't want the laptop to explode mid-recording, Tim, that's all. That's no, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, also, and I think, I mean, when, when I, uh, I don't, it doesn't heat up as much, I think, when I'm, when it's not connected to the Wi-Fi and stuff, so it's all good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, movies, and the ending, you know, obviously we can't really talk about the ending until spoilers properly, mm-hmm. but I will say the ending is very sudden, and yeah. I don't feel. I think my biggest problem with the movie and what it's what it's really missing is the the feeling of escalation throughout it. And totally, yeah. there's, there's a little bit of escalation to the 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 romance stuff bizarrely because it is getting kind of more <laughs> uh, awkward as the movie goes on. But mm-hmm. uh, the actual horror stuff, like there's, it doesn't really feel like there's much escalation. It feels like it just all hits at once at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. It isn't super satisfying as a result. Yeah, because um, <laughs> it, it, it goes for the kind of the shock ending, like the cut to black. You won't believe what you just saw moment yeah and ultimately it just kind of it's more like hey, you won't care about what you just saw yeah <laughs> you won't care exactly uh so that, that kind of sucks so unfortunately i have very little good to say about this is i mean it's not it's not the worst thing in the world it's not like one of these embarrassing like three out of tens that totally. we watch where yeah it's like painfully like the acting's bad and all that because the acting's fine like all, all the actors in this are solid actors um unfortunately as a result it's not even bad enough to be funny bad it's just really boring right. bad yeah, which you know a lot of the times we say is kind of the worst you know sin like yeah. a, a movie can do because again at least yeah if it was like you know batshit crazy and over the top you know that there'd be more stuff we can say about it but yeah it's just one of those like middle of the road movies where it's like yeah I mean technically it's put together fine but yeah there, there's not a ton there um, and. Yeah, I don't even think I'd really, like, recommend, like, you know, oh, you know, hey, if you're curious, you know, check it out. But, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, you know, most people really get that much out of it. I think there's better things to watch. There's better things to spend your time on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess with that, mm-hmm. we'll... Uh... Oh, and, and, and again just i just don't want to say uh you know to reiterate like i um one of the reasons why i want to watch this is because the first the person's first movie is really really good uh i know it was on netflix for a while so if you if it's still on there definitely check it out it's like a um it's a it's a bit of a slow burn movie as well but it's like a really good like uh kind of you know haunted house possession kind of movie uh so yeah, that that is definitely worth checking out. But 
this one not so much and and i don't know if maybe it was just one of those things where i i feel like sometimes you get that with like when foreign directors come over and like make their first american movie i feel mm-hmm. like it's not always uh the best <laughs> um like and i don't know maybe if it's a you know if it's like just like a cash-in thing or like you know if they kind of you know if you get like a chance at hollywood you don't want to you know like go too crazy or, or whatever it's studios are more demanding i, I, don't, I don't know but um, yeah, be, you're right there's a lot of examples of that not just in horror just in a lot of genres uh, true yeah, yeah yeah um sometimes it works out you know sometimes you know chanwick park will make stoker and i'll be like yes yeah, yeah. great yeah. but sometimes <laughs> it'll be like you know like uh you know like john woo coming over and like his movies compared mm-hmm. to his uh his his uh you know asian stuff is just you know not yeah. comparable so as well as but <clears throat> you know uh so yeah we'll probably go to the spoiler section now i will take this time to thank our patreon producers for the month so thank you to david short alison m fortis uh cindy palacious and tyler hess uh that means they are patrons at the 20 dollar or up tiers uh you can support us over at patreon.com slash tv as well you'd have to be at that extent though you can just support us for one dollar per month just one dollar and you get access to the exclusive bonus monthly episode of which now there's a back catalog about 12 or 13 that you can uh you can mm-hmm. enjoy but uh, you could do that at the $1, $5 gets you access to the voting every month and some other stuff. So go and have a look and see if you're interested in all that. Uh, but all of it helps us keep the content coming. Um, so and, thank um, you once again. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, if anyone is interested, if they want to send me their uh, personal home addresses, I'll be more than happy to, to send some of my hair to them as a thank you. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say maybe like Goatman or something, but you said <laughs> hit your hair. Yeah, your hair. I'll cut a little bit of my hair off and send it. It'll be, you know, they'll love it. <laughs> oh, that is an important question. Is this from your head? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Ver- Vergul pub- pubes coming soon to <laughs> patreon.com slash Uh All right, that's the full spoilers then for wins. Full spoilers for wins. Uh, so. Yeah, so, you know, we're introduced to characters that start. He's in the bar, and he's kind of mm. talking friendly enough to ZZ Beats, and she's got, like, a boyfriend who's new named Jeffrey who's there. And, uh, and you know what's funny? I mean, I don't know if you, you know, thought this at all, or but I, from the beginning here, I would have never thought that he was going to be the main character. <laughs> like, he seemed, like, kind of, yeah, inconsequential uh, at first, I felt like. Oh, Army Hammer? I guess I could see that. Yeah. Um, and I just like, I mean, again, maybe, <clears throat> it, and it just seemed like everyone else at the bar was a little more interesting than him. Like, it seemed like he was kind of just facilitating much more interesting like conversations and people and stuff. But I don't know. Yeah, don't panic. I was letting cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you've got this angry sort of bald guy who's kind of like you know picking fights with people and gets into a fight and there's like you know a bottle that slashes his face at one point. Um, if you I, watch uh, Orange is the New Black, he was like one of the mean guards in the later seasons of that. Ah, look at you with the knowledge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. What's funny about this is that like I was expecting him to have a much bigger deal because you know, everyone the next day keeps asking Army <laughs> Hammer like, is you know, is, is Eric all right? Is he is he all right? Yeah. And he goes back to check him, and he looks kind of rough, but, like, I was expecting him to go back and check him multiple times, and he kind of just, like, again, forgets about him until the end of the movie yeah. when he goes to check him again, and his wound in his face becomes something important. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll see at this point. 
Uh, but yeah, so this phone's left behind during you know, these, these teenagers leave a phone behind in the in the ruckus, and it gets weird messages that night when he goes home. And it's stuff like, you know, help, it's the guy from the tunnel, something scary's happening. Uh, and he does respond, he, you know, he, he fails out the password because of the smudge marks on the screen. And he responds with, hey, you left your phone at the, the you know, Rosie's bar last night. And the next day, like, there's a photo that's sent to it of, like, teeth that's been, that have been pulled out and mm-hmm. they're just lying in blood. And, uh, you know, this is kind of the first sign that you think something's wrong with the couple because Dakota Johnson's, like, thinks, wait, you've got someone's phone. Is this some girl? Like, you know, it feels like she's yeah. being kind of jealous and nervous and uh, accusatory. Uh, but he's also kind of a dick in return where he's like, geez, I'm not lying about it. And you can tell yeah. they've got a bit of a, a weird history. Like, there's clearly been something that's, you know, some mm-hmm. cheating that's happened one way or another that's made them... Yeah made them uh, yeah. jumpy as it were now, did did you get really hungry when they showed that picture of the teeth <laughs> i can't say i did no okay and then you like to eat human teeth so what <laughs> <laughs> also for anyone following the screams midnight twitter that's at screams midnight um uh, dr pepper is in no way the official drink of screams after midnight uh also this is not becoming an owl podcast and also well other stupid things have you said recently i don't know i feel like i have to debunk stupid things that tim said on twitter like every other day i guess you probably haven't seen the last tweet i sent yet oh geez hold on hold on hold on hold on <laughs> what, the, what the hell did you do? <laughs> oh, I want to drop some F-bomb so bad. What is this? <laughs> what, what, what did you have time to do this? For, for those of you who are not in the know, Tim, Tim here has photoshopped Brahms from the boy, uh, his head onto my body, and uh, an image from a, an old review. God, you're such a prick. Thought that's what you would want it. I don't know. What have I ever done or said that would imply I want that time? Think about what you're saying. Think about it. Let's see what the uh, see what the fans think about it. Maybe that could be our new overlay. <laughs> Well, just over my face, just just have Brahms <laughs> over my face. All right, sure, sure. Jeez. All right. So, as far as the horror stuff goes, outside of them seeing creepy stuff on the phone, because when he comes back later that day, they see more stuff. There's there's like a, a, a like he he's looking through the photos and there's like a decapitated head and there's mm-hmm. a body and there's like bugs crawling everywhere. Um. So here's the thing. One of the things that kind of continues throughout the movie in relation to the horror stuff, is that there's all these cockroaches and bugs that keep showing up. And the weird thing is, though, is that the first time we see a cockroach is right at the start of the movie before he even gets the phone. So that was to, I was implying to me that it had nothing to do with the, the kids or the phone. That was implying to me that whatever was here was already here for him, regardless of, you know, the, the phone and any intervention that might have happened that night. Yeah. Because they say throughout the movie that he's, like, chosen to be a vessel or something like that. And it felt like that had already happened when... I don't know, that seems less interesting to me than, like, something by chance that sort of draws him into it, I guess. I don't know. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that idea more of just a... You know, dude just happens upon this stuff and... 
yeah, kind of like through circumstances beyond his control, he kind of spirals as opposed to, you know, oh, it was all preordained and stuff. And, you know, uh, uh, people need to realize, like, <laughs> you know, uh, not everything has to be preordained destiny you don't always have to be part of a lineage or family or anything like you know maybe it's not always the most interesting (laughs) what you're saying is is that you shouldn't be a palpatine is that what you're saying yeah i'm not bringing up any any names or anything just just saying you know that's a i think it's a lot more interesting take as opposed to you know these giant world you know universes being filled with like the same like the only <laughs> same three three family members matter <sighs> the giant universe we're still talking about wounds here tim i don't, I don't of know course, if... <laughs> yeah. wounds yeah, wounds is a very it's a it's a very big spanning <laughs> you know uh, lots of dimensions and, and whatnot <laughs> oh dear uh, so yeah, I mean, that's basically it for the horror stuff, all in the fact that he occasionally zones out and has, like, these flashes of, like, bugs or wounds or, you know, yeah. I think eventually in the movie he, he gets, like, a wound on his armpit that he kind of scrubs until mm-hmm. it bleeds and then he realizes there's nothing there. So it's kind of like he's seeing things that aren't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more of an agitation thing that's kind of building as his feeling about his relationships are kind of, like, dwindling and as he gets mm-hmm. angrier, the more of this wound stuff kind of comes in. Um, so I mean really what it's trying to do is it's trying to give you this character who's kind of losing his mind you know whether it's through his own you know device or because there's a supernatural entity kind of aiding him along um, Mm -hmm. is up to you but like that's basically what the movie's doing unfortunately it's just thoroughly unengaging and so much of the movie is like him fighting with his girlfriend and feeling like jealous because she seems really close with her, her tutor at university and then mm. because of that he tries to kind of flirt with uh with alicia with zz beats and to the point where mm. he takes her out uh they're drinking in the bar and then he takes her out to like a remote spot and they're, they're drinking together and they're even like hugging each other as a lion there uh mm-hmm. and that, i mean the whole thing's just kind of murky as shit because he, he starts kissing her and she kind of kisses him back but then kind of pulls away and says look no i'm with someone you're with someone mm-hmm. none of their behavior they're, they're clearly flirting from the first second like they're, they're clearly doing that the entire time uh, <clears throat> uh which is you know whatever i'm not saying people don't do that and they're, and they're in denial about what they're doing because that's totally a thing i'm just yeah. it's, it's frustrating to watch because it's there's no like there's no subtext to it in the movie it's just presented as it is and mm-hmm. there's several moments where i i felt this just awkward and i don't think in the way that it worked it was kind of an annoying awkwardness between either the relationship stuff it was a whole scene where when he's on the way to the police station to talk to one of the friends you know, he's, he's, there's a couple of cops who always come at the bar so he knows a couple of cops and he's, he goes to the, the the police station to hand in the phone and show them what's on it and say hey this is kind of creepy but this is after they found the, the photos of the decapitated head and and so on and so on and he he actually like has a hallucination in the car where the, the phone gets a message saying he's being followed and then he imagines all these cockroaches crawling over his arm and he throws the phone out the window so he gets to the police station and he still goes in to make a statement and say hey i found this phone and yada 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 but the entire time i was like but you've lost, you've threw the phone away. You have no evidence. You're going to sound like a crazy man. Like, and the entire scene was just frustrating to watch because it felt like, why are you still telling them this? You have nothing to show them. Yeah, you're going to look like a madman, and it just it annoyed me. Yeah, and then um, and again, it's kind of like that weird thing where it seems like the phone is going to be this big focal point in the movie, but then it's just like kind of thrown away, and yeah, you don't really see much of it. Like again. 
No, if anything, you get more stuff with the with uh, you know Carrie, the girlfriend, Dakota Johnson. Like her, yeah. like when he comes home and she'll be like watching the laptop and she'll be like zoned out because it's this tunnel, uh, yeah. on the on the on the screen. And she's just kind of zoned out and she's kind of losing it. And it feels like she's also kind of like going kind of nuts as well uh, as time goes on. But we spend so little time with her that it's hard to kind of get a good grasp of it. Yeah. Uh, and of course, eventually he gets like a message, you know, or like a phone. The phone has like a photo message saying, you know, when he gets it back later, because again, he ends up having it back later uh, through, you know, reasons. Um, <laughs> and like it's a photo of like the girlfriend in the house. So he gets concerned, even though he's already tried to break up with her and he runs over there. Mm. And like she. Like. I mean, the, the whole. I actually kind of forget what, what, what happened to her. She's just kind of that's, that, she's just staring at the screen when it gets there, right? There's nothing else to it. Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think that's the last you really see of her at any point throughout the movie. Um, yeah, because I, I think after she, like, I, I guess I forget if they say it or if you just assume it that they basically break up and then. Well, um, there's a yeah. whole there's a whole scene where he says he wants to break up, and they sort of fight about it at the, the dinner at the, at the breakfast table. But mm-hmm. was that after this whole like, rushing home to like see if she's okay, or is that before <laughs> this? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah, I should tell you something about yeah the movie. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, maybe it was after this. Um, mm. but yeah, she's kind of comes mm. on down. She's like staring at, at these things as well. Um, he. He from there, like, because he's broken up with her, keeps calling Alicia, and Alicia's like told her boyfriend. There's a whole awkward scene where Alicia and Jeffrey come to the bar, and Jeffrey tries to pick oh, yeah, a fight, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and like people just kind of hold both of them back, and he gets thrown out, and it's kind of revealing Will's true colors because Will calls him a little bitch, and he's getting more and more unlikable as the movie goes on, and then mm-hmm. the end of the movie is that he keeps calling Alicia, and Alicia says, "Look, I'm with Jeffrey." And that's not changing. Like, I'm in love with Jeffrey, and this is not going to be a thing. If you care about me, you leave me alone. And mm. it's after this where he's with Eric, the guy who got his face slashed at the start of the movie, and he's like, mm. hey, I need to stay with you a couple of days. The movie ends with him kind of staring at his wound in his face, and what mm. is, is this thing, there's almost like this alien baby thing, this like alien chicken baby, I'll call it, <laughs> that we've seen a couple of quick flashes off when people have been zoned out and looking at the tunnel and stuff, and... Yeah. The whole idea is that the tunnel is one of these wounds, and we see this thing come out of this guy's, you know, and this is the thing, as this is happening, there's more and more cockroaches covering the screen, so it's kind of obscuring what we're seeing, Um, but we see just enough through the cockroaches of the alien baby thing coming through this guy's wound in his face, through his cheek, Mm -hmm. and getting into Army Hammer's mouth, and that's when the movie cuts to black and ends. Uh, The whole idea of the movie essentially being that army hammer was the perfect host for this entity whatever it was um so like <laughs> i i so i i gotta admit like i was confused by the end of the movie and I, I mean i'm not sure how much of it is the um you know the movie just you know not explaining stuff very well or i don't know if there are times I got bored and maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention that I missed something. So, you know, sometimes that happens and then you look up like you know, the Wikipedia summary or something to kind of, you know, see if you missed something. And then like, you know, I was, uh, I, I think it was mostly from there that I got that they're talking about like, um, like the whole point of it is that there are these, 
other dimensional beings that like travel through wounds. <laughs> like I, like something like about the wounds being like portals and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, didn't, I mean, maybe it's on me for missing. Something, no, the only, I feel like I didn't get that from the movie. <laughs> the only scene that tells you anything about this is the, the old, uh, you know, the old sort of uh, trope of him looking stuff up on the internet oh, and yeah, he, he starts yeah. finding like, things <laughs> yeah and we get we get the montage of him reading stuff on the computer and that's kind of it um <laughs> but no i no i agree i don't think the movie kind of like gets across its ideas like if there's any cool ideas about what these things are um yeah. it feels so undercooked to me to the point where i just yeah. i don't give a shit about any of it like nothing yeah. <laughs> gets a reaction out of me in this movie and like the uh you know the idea of some of the visuals like do sound pretty cool like yeah the idea like you know uh, that guy at the end his wound like it does look pretty gnarly and then yeah the idea of like seeing a creature or something like you know poking out of it and coming out and, and you know all these cockroaches flying around and stuff it sounds cool but then you know of course it's all cgi and it, you know it didn't really look great <laughs> like at, towards the end mm-hmm. uh which i yeah I, I thought was a bummer like yeah no, nothing about it really like on paper, a lot of these ideas sound kind of cool, but I don't know if the film just, you know, couldn't make them look interesting or if it's just kind of, you know, boring CGI. But the horror parts that I, I feel like could have been maybe, a, you know, a little, you know, more interesting or whatever weren't like super good. <laughs> I think more of a focus, or at least more of it, more more hints that it was affecting what he was doing and how he was acting, and more that it was kind of starting mm-hmm. to seep into him a little bit. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know that, like, because all we really get is when he looks up in the computer, and also the vague messages he gets from people either over the phone or through text messages that say, "Oh, you're the perfect host. It's chosen you." Yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, and there's never like. Because I, I think when the movie was starting and we see this decapitated head, I assumed that by the end of the movie we're going to see exactly like the sort of scenario. Because at one point it teases that Dakota, because oh, Dakota Johnson's head at one point is teased to be decapitated. We see like a quick flash of yeah. it. That that's another thing. Like I forgot about that. Like at one point I thought they were going the route of oh this is going to predict what's going to happen. Like mm. uh, okay, so that's that's the thing. It shows you how people are going to die or whatever. But. Yeah, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, just kind of. I don't know. This is such a non-committal movie to me. It just it doesn't really yeah. commit to any of its ideas. It just it feels so undercooked, uh, mm. and it's one of the most frustrating things to watch. Is at least if something's bad, yeah. but crazy, and like someone's passionately put their life and soul into it, you're like, okay, well, this is terrible, but sure. I can see the passion on the screen. This just feels so devoid of any emotion yeah. to me. Yeah, it's like maybe they started off with like a good idea or something, but then like halfway through they kind of like lost interest or something. So it's just like, oh, I mean, we got to finish it. We started it, so. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> At least that's what the experience of watching it kind of feels like. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, I committed to doing this for the show, so I can't turn this off. Yes, exactly. I mean, I. <laughs> Because I didn't hate the start of it. The first, like, 10, 15 sure. minutes, it's like, yeah. okay, I'm interested in the characters. Okay, yeah. it seems to be doing that well enough. I'm, I'm getting a good vibe of who everyone is. Phone's been left behind. Okay, decent setup. Uh, but everything from what actually happens once it gets going is just so thoroughly underwhelming and 
I mean, how underwhelming even feels too strong. <laughs> like it just, yeah. like it just is. Like I don't know. Um, it was like watching. Yeah. I don't know. Someone count a bag of rice or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess we're. I guess. I mean, I guess that wraps up. The, uh, I have nothing mm-hmm. else to add. Tim, what are you giving? Uh, wins. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny because there's there's nothing like <clears throat> offensively bad about it. Um, you know, again, like you know, the acting's good. Um you know maybe the shots maybe they're you know might not be particularly interesting but you know it's not like it's shot poorly or anything so you you know on that basis you know you kind of think like well i'm not going to give it too bad of a score but then if you start thinking about like what did i like about it like what is there to recommend you know watching or you know something that makes it worth your time and you know unfortunately i can't really think of too much uh in that aspect so i don't know i guess i do gotta go like pretty low but i think like maybe a 3.5 i guess <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like i yeah it's again on a technical level it's not bad there's nothing about the production or anything that makes it hard to watch it's just i yeah it's just not really a lot there yeah um it's tough because it's not necessarily like you say as terrible as like stuff that's really poorly made that's like mm. you know you know like stuff stuff like <coughs> so what's that recent example i don't know so like the stuff that we've torn apart that's because it's like it's not sure. even it's not even like technically put together it's not like a truth or dare or something where i don't know <laughs> I don't know. That that feels kind of on the par with this, to be honest. To me, because truth of dare, like it's not the exact same problems, but they're kind of similar. Mm-hmm. In that they're okay. They're still relatively well budgeted, you know, movies mm-hmm. made by workman like directors. So, and again, the previous movie this guy does, you said is great. It probably is. We'll do it at some point yeah. on the show. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it. A three, and I realized at the start I said this is not one of those three out of tens. It is, <laughs> it is a three out of ten. It's just not a three out of ten for technical reasons. It's a three out of ten yeah. for everything else. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's competently made, and it's got a decent set of actors who are fine at what they're doing. Uh, the script and the concepts and everything are just painfully dull, and it makes mm-hmm. it a just a just a mundane experience trying to watch it like it's it's hard to pay attention to uh mm-hmm. after a certain point so there you go that's wounds nothing happy to say unfortunately uh so you can, you of course can let us know what you think of wounds in the the comments you can like and subscribe and all that stuff you can get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates uh you can support us by rating the podcast on apple Podcasts. give us five stars more people will find us that way of course we mentioned patreon earlier and one of the things that we do now starting this month is that uh of the six episodes that go out to everyone uh, every month two of them will be early on patreon.com slash tv uh, if you're at the five dollar tier uh, along with the voting rights so uh if that interests you that that could be something you're into um so mm-hmm. go and have a have a look see uh otherwise though uh get us on twitter at screams midnight 
and check out all the content we have from Mailfuzz TV. Check out the Atomic Cinema Experiment, the Ace, the sci-fi movie podcast that I do with Tara. Check out uh, the other movie shows that I do uh, with Connor121. Check out the comic podcast, <laughs> comics from the multiverse. There's all these things on offer if you're interested in any of these other subjects. But uh, that is us. That's been Screams After Midnight. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.